following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Oh, it's beautiful Thursday here at the Star in Frisco. Glad you're with us talking Cowboys as we preview the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys coming up here on Sunday, moving in to week six of the NFL campaign. Glad you're with us. Kyle Yeomans, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, and Mr. Heckma Harrison joining you here on Talking Cowboys. And boys, uh, we, we've got a lot to get into in terms of this defense for the Cowboys. He's going up against this Washington offense, but I, I, I mean, Isaiah asked the question before he even went on air. He said, "How do you break down this, this Washington offense? Because they're they're pretty bad." And I wonder, Perfect. do you think do you think uh, talking the football team in Washington is saying that same thing about the Cowboys defense at this point right now, or or, or vice oh, versa? Oh yeah, you think so? You think it's going to be just kind of tough to evaluate? There's, there's a high probability of that. There's a high yeah. probability. Of that. Just saying. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure how they feel about us, but uh, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Hey, those New York Giants hung 30 Ooh. offensively a couple weeks ago. And got you 30s. had to bring that up, Rob? Oh, Rob. You got you to. to bring that up? You got God. to. Mm. Yeah. Got to take care of our own house. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to save we- that for tomorrow's show. Speaking <laughs> of terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, tomorrow, say it with your chest Friday. We'll say it with our chest here on Thursday as well. We did a little bit of that yesterday. Uh, on Wednesday, but uh, Rob, we we did get a look at the Cowboys yesterday. Even though it was a later look, a little different schedule with the shorter week and uh, kind of what was mentioned as a jog through style practice by Mike McCarthy yesterday. But there was a new name up on that uh, up on the injury list this week that did not practice yesterday, and once again, it was a neck issue. Alden Smith on the injury report yesterday. Rob, anything? else uh, to update on him so far? Well, we'll see what what he can do, if anything, today. I believe he got checked for a stinger during the game against Arizona. Came back in the game. I think he finished the game. So we'll just see what his status is. I think he played 40-something snaps in the game. Uh, You would definitely hope to have him in this game. He's been your best pass rusher. A little bit of good news for the Cowboys. There's not a whole lot of good news at all, period, especially on the end front but cam irving did get back into practice he's still on ir but if he's activated this week that gives them some veteran option at one of the tackle spots with brandon knight out and of course tyron smith and lyle collins out so there's just a there's a teeny bit of good news so you're saying there's a chance i saying there's a chance lloyd there's a glimmer of sunshine there and it's against the team that that isn't very good in terms of uh, allowing sacks per game. They've allowed 24 sacks over the first uh, six weeks of the season, and they're tied for 30th in that category. So you get Randy Gregory back, but Alden Smith is now a question mark. Guys, are we going to see a a resurgence of this Cowboys defense line in terms of trying to get to the quarterback and pressure Kyle Allen more so than we've seen them really pressure any quarterback so far this season? I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take some out at one of these old R and B groups. 
And they said, please, please, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> uh, I hope so, man. We, we need a spark, man. We obviously thought that it was going to be against the Giants, and we did not provide a spark against the Giants. Um, we hope that is if there's ever, if there's any opportunities on our on our season, our remaining season, this this team, this is a team that you have to get going up against um, against a inexperienced quarterback who holds the ball too long, who throws the ball into coverage. Um, this this is the greatest opportunity that we've had to date. Um, you know, taking aside from the point that, that we thought the Giants were too. So, I hope I hope so. Uh, please, please. Yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for a spark. We've been, we need a flame. We need a full-on forest fire right now from our defense because of the way that they've been giving up numbers. It's like it's getting to the point each and every week, and it's like it's a bad joke uh, continuously to say that our defense is not any good and that the numbers are there to prove it. Um, but we talk about this team in Washington and how they're the gift horse for us and trying to get this uh, defense on track. It's hard for us, again, to, to hang our hat on anything that we've seen to say, okay, this is the one thing that we do better than anybody else, and we haven't found that yet, just yeah. as a collective, as a group. Um, I'm looking for this secondary because, obviously, when you look at Washington and their receivers, there are not, not a lot of weapons there. And so coverage, communications, things like that, man, just, just doing your job, as Isaiah keeps pointing out to these guys, do your job, be assignment sound, the linebackers, Leighton Van Der Esch coming back, and just getting this defense lined up properly. Look, this is the game for us. This is obviously the game that the defense uh, should, should have some good vibes. Can I just take it back real quick to 2015 at Kyle Field in College Station? Oh. Take it the back. Last, take it the back. Last, take two, back. last two weeks, it's Kyler Murray. Now it's Kyle Allen. I watched them both play for my beloved Aggies in 2015, and Derrick Henry smoked them for 236 Ooh. yards. Cal, uh, Aggies lost that game. Now they got two quarterbacks back-to-back weeks in the NFL playing. My Aggies still looking for a national championship. We recruit well. Mm. We just don't seem to finish it but I've seen Kyle Allen on the field somewhat uh like you guys said like Isaiah said he's he's got talent um he's and he's familiar with the system because he came from Carolina Scott Turner their OC in Washington did too but he is turnover prone they haven't you know we kind of said this about Daniel Jones they did you know they don't go down the field a lot McLaurin's their biggest weapon yeah but again like it, it's 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 like Heckma said. It's about self scout. It's about taking care of your own business and your assignments. Because we can talk about how they don't have a lot of weapons, but but they the Cowboys continue to give up these back breaking plays. If you take away three plays of sixty plus yards last week, I think Kyler Murray's got forty eight passing yards, and they've got just over two hundred total yards in the game. It was three plays that really just crushed the Cowboys defense, yeah. and that's that's on them. I mean, that's not so much the weapons that Arizona has to some degree it is, but it's about your assignments. And that's, that's what it comes down to for me, you know, more than the matchups in this game, are they going to prevent themselves from giving up these big plays? A lot of it's communication in the secondary it's gap assignments in the run game. Like we saw the last touchdown of the game. It's all those things that they got to take care of in house themselves. And, And Kyle, and before we proceed, there was a glimmer of hope last week. Right, I think we all can admit that. Please right? tell and, us. Please tell yeah, us. Yeah. What was that? Well, in the first quarter. In the first quarter. The yeah. first part of the game. I mean, okay. the defense was playing okay. really well okay. until right. until we started, you know, dropping the cookies on the ground again and giving their their offense the ball back. <laughs> so, I mean, there was there was hope. I mean, I'm just I'm being being real. I know we've been dragging this team, dragging this side of the ball all season, but 
that that first quarter was the best this defense has looked all year long, and they looked like a, a defense that was collectively coming together and playing well. Vander Esch was getting guys lined up, seemingly guys were clear on communication. Everybody was playing sound assignment defense. And then we just fumbled the ball on the opposing side once we got the ball back, and it demoralized everybody, right? And then you saw the old Cowboys defense come back. When I say old, I mean like the week before. Uh, so, I mean, I think there is hope. I think they have something to build on. It's not like they haven't shown up at all. They did show up, but they re- they reverted back to what they were before. Sean Lee was on the conference call yesterday with the media, and he said he's, he's hoping to get back from IR soon. But he yeah. said, to your point, we've had stretches – or we'll do a good job against the run, but not the pass. We have not put together a full game yet, and yeah. that re- really not even close. Yep. I mean, I think they came close to putting together a good half last week. <laughs> yeah, but they certainly didn't. They started the game strong. That's been that's definitely an improvement. They certainly didn't finish the game strong, and yeah. they can't allow. They would never say this publicly. I'm not saying that's the case, but they can't allow offensive mistakes from their teammates to impact their confidence level when they get handed short fields because that's got to be demoralizing, but they can't let yeah. it affect them. Yep. And I was talking upstairs with, with Nick Eatman kind of about that yesterday is we can blame the turnovers for poor field position and short fields for your defense as much as you want, because that does put your defense in a tough situation. Absolutely. However, there's got to be a time and there's got to be a place where your defense bows up and your defense grabs their helmet off the right. sideline and says, we've got a job to do. And heck, no, we really just haven't seen that yet. And is that something that we need to see once or twice for this defense to finally gain a little bit of confidence? No, I I think, man, that's that's a good question. Um, And and I believe that collectively we should just, you know, look, relax and take note of the fact that this defense – They haven't had a preseason. They didn't have any OTAs. They didn't have any of that, right? Everyone else also. But I think when you have a new coach that comes in that's teaching a new scheme and you don't have an opportunity to draw it up and go out there and practice and execute it, you can't just draw it up and expect for guys to take the field and do it exactly the way that you envisioned it. And I think a lot of the the teaching process is just taking a lot longer. Look, no one is going to give them a mulligan for COVID-19. But I think that if you just look at the football in general and how guys get prepared for the season, I think that that's where this defense is. Isaiah has a point, really, about the first quarter. They played a lot better than people are giving them credit for. All right. Some of the yes, the big plays plagued them. You don't want to see a guy go for 161 yards. But at the same time, where we had been seeing them just get misused in certain in certain coverages, they corrected those. All right. So, look, hopefully as we continue to go and I don't want to give them any excuse, but I just want to point out the obvious that week by week, they should start taking those strides to do what you said, Kyle, bow up and make stops. And I just think collectively as a group, as Sean Lee said, look, putting a game together where they stop the run and they stop the pass, they're due for that kind of but, performance. But it, it can't – you know, when your offense is turning the ball over, it's two plays that can, that can cost you the game. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really – I know, Isaiah, you broke these down, but, you know, Trayvon Diggs, whatever happened there with communication, letting Hopkins run free, it's a 60-yard gain, and then what looked like cover three with Daryl Worley, he stops his feet, and now he's gone. Mm-hmm. Kirk has gone down the field. You give you, – I mean, that's, t- that's 14 points right there. You put up 10 offensively because you can't get out of your own way. 
you know, the defense, it's just you take it's away bad. the big plays. Yeah, it's re- it is bad. It is bad. But, but if they can take them those away, it's 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 solid enough to win with if your offense takes care of the ball. Hey, Rob, let me, just, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Rob. Like a lot of those communication errors that you see, a lot of that would have been corrected in preseason also. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and you would have had four games to correct those communication errors. They're just it's just playing out live on actual games that that hold weight. Uh, yes and no, heck. Yes and no. Okay. Uh, and, and the reason why I say that is because those those guys that we're referring to, those starters, realistically, uh, over a duration of an entire preseason, um, ex, you know, t- preseason schedule, they, they might have played four quarters, maybe, maybe throughout the whole preseason. Um, had, had they played in that just because starters are usually held out of that. Um, guys that are they're knowingly going to be on the, on the roster. Uh, the, where I see a big issue um, as, a, as a former player looking in. I don't see a lot of continuity, and I think I've mentioned this before, and I think it might be undervalued in terms of just from the fan perspective, and there's not enough being put on it. These these guys look like they show up to work. It look like it look, uh, seriously, this defense looks like they show up to work, um, sit in meetings, go out to practice, and then go home. And, and you know, when you look at it from the outside, that's your job. But when we talk about football and we talk about the NFL and, and college, whatever else you want to talk to, the better the, the the best teams out there are teams that spend the most amount of time together. And you're not going to get all that time. You're not going to get the continuity. You're not going to get the brotherhood. You're not going to get the nonverbal communication and all those other things. You're not going to get that with just the hours you spend at work. Some of the best teams I've been on, I've been spoiled to be in great organizations, right? When I went to New England, guys were studying together. Guys were watching film at each other's house. When I was in New York, guys were kicking it with each other all the time. Seattle with, with Earl and all those guys. Those guys hung out together all the time. So when you watch yeah. these, when you watch some of these better teams and they look like they're having fun, like that's because they have fun off the field together too. And they're hanging out with each other. They're kicking it. They're watching, they're watching, you know, sitcoms together and watching film together and going bowling and doing movies <laughs> and, and whatever else you do here, you know? Um, and, and you can see, you can see that symmetry um, you can see that brotherhood on the field. And if you watch closely, I don't, I don't have to watch that closely. When guys are making plays, you see like a Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, right? You could tell they hang out a little bit, right? You don't really see much of anything else really going on as far as guys celebrating together in terms of the whole team being energetic together. It's just not what you see. Look at some of the other teams. Look at the Baltimores, right? Look at the Green Bays. Look at some of these other teams and look how they, how they, how they uh, revolve around each other. I mean, you'll so, start noticing that these guys just don't spend enough time together. Uh, that's my that's my notion. Isaiah, are you saying that our defense they not they're not cool with each other? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying time off the field matters, right? I understand. Time off the field I, matters, and, and, and it, well, it just no different than if somebody that you stay with inside in in house, right? If you stay with somebody in house, right, your brother, cousin, whatever, you're gonna know you're gonna know what they're gonna do. You can anticipate what they're going to do because you know their tendencies. If you're just showing up to work and clocking in and clocking out, you're doing your job but you're not doing it as effectively as you could have. Well, and also you got to remember that in this current climate, you can't necessarily do that. Yeah. The, the NFL has sent out memos saying you cannot hang out basically outside of, outside of work. You, you got to yeah. be safer, got to be socially distant. Maybe you can't that's, necessarily have it. Maybe that's the – Go I'm, for it. I'm Dan sorry, Kyle. I'm, I was interrupting you. Uh, maybe that's the case. And, and, you know, look, man, in your experience in NFL locker rooms and that – camaraderie between guys. I think that's 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 great, right? 
But at the same time, you, you make mention of the fact that cover three is cover three, cover four. You yep. learn in middle school, right? That's These are just little things where guys are ad-libbing and doing their own thing. And so wherever the frustration is coming from, whether these guys got to, you know, play duck, duck, goose together afterwards, <laughs> I don't know what I, what, what the what, what's happening I was, I was a beast is, at that game, by the way, heck. I was no, you were not. Don't dog. even play I with bet. me. Don't even play with me I with duck, duck, goose. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is no matter what the relationship is, we are getting torched. And these guys, yeah. to me, I believe that NFL players are guys that are full of pride. They don't want they, – they listen and see what the media is saying. And yeah. so regardless of the love that they have for one another, they realize that as a collective, 11 guys, they are getting drugged through the mud because they are giving up astronomical numbers every Sunday. I mean, our offense would like to play our defense to get their numbers back up. So – like we we got to figure this out, and no matter if it's hanging out afterwards or whatever they have to do, we're just not clicking in the system that we're running. I, all I can attribute it to is the fact that they hadn't had a lot of time to go over the scheme with Mike Nolan. I, I don't they know. They haven't, but you got then you got to go overtime, and I'm not saying they're not. But yeah. you know that's another thing Sean Lee spoke to, and he, it wasn't a critical point. It's just what they need to do is just you have to know the defense inside and out. Hell to be yeah. able to play as fast as you need to play to play confidently. And That's I it. think can't Joe Thomas – Yeah, can't be thinking. Joe Thomas spoke that a couple weeks ago too. I thought, like Isaiah said, I thought they played faster. I thought they were more decisive in trying to stop Kyler Murray. And I didn't even have a problem with some of the runs he had because no, he's going to he do that. It. He does that to everybody. But yeah. th- those big plays, man, they will just kill you. They will kill you. And if your offense isn't getting the big plays because Andy Dalton – uh, is having is not having uh, guys open as much, or the protection's not there, or they're not on the field as much because of their own fault because of turnovers. It all just bundles together in one big nasty loss again, and that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely bigger things that you could point out. And when we come back after the break, I'm going to ask a couple film questions to Isaiah and Hekma and kind of get their idea on on why certain things happen there, but also. We mentioned a couple weeks back that that the New York Giants were the pharmacy for this Cowboys defense. If they were the the CVS, then we might have the Walgreens coming up on the other side of the corner this week in the, the Washington football team. So we've got that competition back and forth, and we'll see it was exactly. A false test. It was yeah, a false test. Yeah, there you go. We'll we'll see exactly <laughs> what that means uh, coming up next. We'll be right back here on Talking Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. 
free shipping. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. To Talking Cowboys. Number two here of Talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us here on this Thursday. Looking for something to change up your dinner routine tonight and this weekend. Go over to the Star and the Star District helps support local Frisco businesses for information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability. Visit the Star District. Dot com. Fantastic choices over there. Had some wall burgers this past weekend during the game, and Isaiah was yeah, we just did. man. Mm. I, Isaiah was just just. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, that's what I was waiting for. His. Yeah, I didn't, wait a minute. What about what about tri tip? You you come on, man. Well, no, they they What's catered up? it. They they catered wall burgers. Catered. It. Oh okay, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was they, like, come on, man. Tri tip. Yeah, no, awesome. thing. Oh, was, hey. Hey, Kyle, and, and I'm vegetarian, and they had options for me too. That's true. You are a vegetarian, uh, and. Uh, Heckman and I are not vegetarian. We go check out the Tri-Tip Grill almost every week, uh, and it's fantastic over there. So go check it out. Lots of fun. Lots of fun already here on this uh, this edition of Talking Cowboys, talking about the Washington offense as the football team comes to town, one and five, tied for last in the NFC East. And, uh, and, and then you've also got the Dallas Cowboys defense, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And I I mentioned this a moment ago. I I wanted to ask a film question, and this kind of goes based off of what we were talking about in the first segment. And Rob brought up the fact that they were playing faster, and it seemed like they were better with their assignments. But there were some different lapses on film that I saw. And Isaiah, I'll ask this first, but heck, I definitely want to hear your opinion on this as well. But Isaiah, on specifically the Christian Kirk touchdown wide receiver sweep that he came across and it's categorized as a pass but it was really kind of a run off of the edge and he just basically beat everybody to the pylon kept going jalen smith had his eyes in the wrong spot and then you also had anthony brown that just didn't have a quick trigger and it was noticeable on film but is this something that's more of a broad problem on that defense just not having a quick trigger and continuing to have your eyes in the wrong spot which is something we talked about week one this defense, um, in its, I want to say, I guess in its entirety, right? They're aggressive in nature, right? Everybody knows Jalen Smith wants to come downhill and and hit you. Um, <laughs> these guys, Joe Thomas wants to do the same. I think he's a little bit more patient, but uh, Jalen Smith for sure gets caught up because that's his. He's like the juggernaut, right? He just wants to run through a wall. When you're that aggressive, it's, it's, it's the things that make you great are the things that are also your weaknesses. Teams recognize that. Um, it's mm-hmm. no, it's no different than than our, our secondary with cover four. Teams recognize that 
guys are getting are getting locked in on certain receivers. So when you get locked in, you're you lose track of your responsibility. So I can sneak behind you. So when Jalen Smith and, and and his 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 comrades are getting their eyes in the backfield because they want to come downhill and they want to stop the run, or I'm going to stop Kyler Murray, right? So I'm really locked in. Guess what? Whoopsie! I'm gonna come right around the edge on you, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a short motion just to gain some leverage on you because I know that you yeah. think I'm gonna show you something that you think that you know to play on film, right? Because we run this consistently. I'm gonna make it look exactly the same, and I'm gonna motion somebody in position to gain leverage yeah. on you. And all I need you to do is take one step. That's all we need. That's a it. lot of time we need one step, one yeah. step out of out of position, and I got you. Yeah. And, and those are those false steps are definitely killing uh, our defense. But when you talk about that play on the goal line, if I remember it correctly, I believe that Anthony Brown just lost outside leverage. And yeah, and, th- and that was his responsibility. And then there was it's defenses are layered, man. And so if you lose contain on one part, there's another guy behind you that's supposed to support what you do. We just didn't have any of it uh, to show of. But. You know, using our defense's aggressiveness against them is one thing. Taking false steps is another thing. Guys not knowing their assignment and can't play fast because of it is uh, is also another thing. And so you just see them getting off the ball, not getting that push, but also not firing off the ball also. So, and, and I don't know if we're just used to seeing that from last year to this year, but nothing about what they're doing is saying that, okay, we know assignment and alignment to, to be sound because you see guys over and over and over again losing outside contain and just putting themselves in a situation to be beat. Rob, you have anything to add on that? Yeah, no, y'all nailed it. I mean, some of some of it's aggressiveness and some of it's recognition. And some Science, of it is, sir. yeah, and some of it is just speed and quickness from. Oh, God, yes. I, I, I mean, we've seen it, uh, you know, it's a combination of both. But I, I think you've seen in some of the play action, some of the rollouts uh, that Cleveland did. They, teams are trying to stretch the Cowboys sideline to sideline and see if they can move laterally and and stop plays like that and they haven't been able to do it it's been for a variety of reasons but I think some of the team speed is a factor too um, so but if your assignment sound you can mitigate some of that stuff absolutely and, yeah absolutely Rob and to that point these guys don't trust each other right so when we talk about these assignments right if I'm like Heckman you got outside contain right I've got the inside, right? Guess what? We'd be in and out certain things, right? So I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna go outside of my responsibilities because I trust that my dog got me, right? I trust right. that he's gonna be where he's supposed to be. When I don't trust that, right? Now I'm hey, hey, Rob, <laughs> the heck with what we're running. I'm going in here, right? And I'm exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go make a play. And when I don't freelancing. And when I get in freelancing, and when I don't make a play, guess what? Oh crap. That he's he's <laughs> he's where I was supposed to be, right? So yeah. That's what I'm talking about in terms of this continuity, this symmetry. There's, there, there isn't any right now. And when you're tight and when you click tight with your boys and all that stuff, you know, hey, I'm going to do my job and he's going to do his job. And if guess what? If we get got on this, we get we get got together. Right. But yeah. we're not going to I'm not going to we're not going to mess each other up. We're not going to put each other in bad positions because I want to be Superman on this play and, and, and go outside of what I'm asked to do. And you know what, though, that you're right. But. That's the same stuff Jason Garrett spoke about last year with the defense, that there was That's freelancing. That's exactly what I just and, thought. And, and, guys, and guys trying to do too much. And so that's why when, I, when we talk about this stuff, it's like, yeah, it's a new defense and it's a new scheme. But it's also, we saw this last year. So at some point, like, it, it's just part of the defense's identity that they have to fix. You know, well, they, so, you Rob, know. 
Rob, what do you say? If you sucked in the old system, you suck in the new right, system. Right. I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, wow. It's a problem. It's a problem. Because as long, if your assignment's sound, you at least give yourself a chance to where it's not a 20-yard gain. It's, it's an 8-yard gain. Whatever, you know? Just cut it D down somewhat. Y-J. Yeah. It's simple, man. It's simple. Hmm. And it's it's simple, but it hasn't been done yet. And I don't know. Some of the some of the guys in in in, in the uh, Periscope chat were kind of talking about Cheeto Awuzie and and what he brings to the table. Do you think he maybe even adds a little added uh, element to it in the fact that he is a faster defender and he's able to get that outside leverage, Isaiah, that you were talking about, and even just the fact that he's been around this team uh, for a, a couple of years now and he's not one of the newer additions, he may be able to communicate a little better? In terms of, in, 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 in terms of his speed, some of these dudes that, these, that, that our defense has faced, I mean, we face some, some of the best NFL has to, has to offer. Um, over these over these first six weeks, so I mean, no disrespect to our guys, but these these dudes are amazing on the other side of the ball too. When we start talking about yeah. some of these individuals that that have ran yeah. laps around our guys, yeah. guys, I mean, I've talked with me and Heckman kind of went back and forth about leverage and grip and all these guys. I'm like, look, sometimes you just they just got better athletes on you know who have the ball in their hand, right? So no. it is what it is. You get beat, um, but. When we talk about his ability to communicate, it's needed. We need veterans on this defense, and I think we've been whistling that for a while now. Mm -hmm. uh, we need some veterans that can come in and, and establish a new culture, right? Establish a new culture. Just because you change coaches doesn't mean that you change cultures, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's very important because I can remember being on teams where defense, defense and special teams drills – all the communication is the same, right? If we're running down and there's yeah. a two-on-one and you got one man on the outside, I'm yelling out, 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 out. You're running in, 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 right? There's a lot of yeah. communication, things like that, that you see somebody doing. You're like, oh, that's what we're doing? Okay, cool. Let me yeah. do that then and let me work on it so I can get better. So then when you're in the games, Rips. guess what? When you're in those possessions, when you're in those positions, out, 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 in, 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 in right? And you're, and you're closing in on a guy and guess what? Yeah. Cool. Good job. We did what we were supposed to do. We over-communicated because there's okay. no such thing as over-communicating. But Isaiah, you know, like that's muscle memory, right? Being Very able to read so. and react and, and not even think about it. Uh, but we don't have a lot of that. And even, you know, I don't know who, maybe this is Yogi Berra that said, wherever you are, that's wherever you go, that's where you are. You, know, you are who you are, basically, is the saying. And, and this, is, this is it. I mean, everywhere, every stadium that we go to, we're going to take these problems with us. When we're in Washington... That's what's going to happen. And so, I mean, look, when, when you go into this, this team, um, the Washington football team, and I'm just trying to fight the other word, the Washington football team. Yeah, um, I struggle too. <laughs> um, you know, they, they have a lot of things that would are to be desired for this defense. He, Kyle Allen, he's a guy that you said, Isaiah, he'll throw into coverage. He's pretty much a dump. A, a dump passer, but he's coming from that Scott Turner, who is a, a, a North Turner disciple, actually his son. So I guess he's from the basement of North. Uh, so he knows <laughs> a thing or two about formations and, and, and using a tight end. And so this is going to be for our defense. They don't have to worry so much in this game about the deep ball, but I guarantee you the Washington football team are going to test them deep because they know that they're susceptible to the big play. And that's why you can't give them time. That's why we need our defensive line to show up and, and present. I feel like they were kind of playing um, – uh, they were they were 
doing their responsibilities in the first quarter, right? When we were when we were alluding to them playing well, they can't. You can't be overly aggressive. You can't be a just go crazy against a, a running quarterback. You just can't with the ability mm-hmm. that Kyler Murray had. But I think they were being responsible. They were being gap savvy. They were being sound on the outside with the edges. Um, but on this team with this quarterback, go get them, right? And because yeah. if you if he has the time. Any any quarterback in this league can throw a ball down the field. So let's let's respect the thirty two guys that have position have uh, have jobs in this league. They do what they do. They're the best in the world at it. Um, mm-hmm. Some are just better than others. Uh, but if you give anybody time and give them uh, their receivers ability to get open against this secondary, they're gonna they're gonna be successful. So our our D line has to show up. Um, and, and yeah, and I know Kyle wants to, uh, you know Bradley and A to come in here and do work. So I do. Let's give him a chance. I want 56. Bradley and I to come 56. in. Well, you were going to say something there, Rob? No, uh, I was just going to say, I mean, to your point, he had a big, Kyle Allen had a big fumble at the end of the game that cost him against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And when he's pressured, he'll put the ball on the ground, kind of like yes. Daniel Jones. But if you give mm-hmm. him time, he's had enough starts in the league where, especially against the Cowboys defense, if they're not communicating back there, they will test him deep. I fully expect that McLaren can get deep on you. So, I, yeah. I, I, you know, it's copycat, but yeah, yeah pressure, pressure can really affect him for sure. I've got good news for you guys, though. If you look at the the history, or at least the start of the season for Washington, they rank last in the NFL in big plays on offense. That means twenty plus yard rush yeah. or a forty plus yard pass, registering only two big play rushes and one big play pass for a total of three big plays on the year so far. And, and credit the the Cowboys PR department on that. <laughs> let's, see, so, let's talk about those numbers after Sunday. Yeah. Is that, are they gonna match that number on Sunday or are we gonna are we gonna see a lot of the same here? Uh, when we I mean it's it's God. Go ahead, Kyle. I was just gonna—I was gonna send it to break. So you—you—you you, you tell me what you want to say here, Hackman. <laughs> you go go to break, man. I'm good. Okay. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, about how that offensive line for Washington can slow down and match up against this Cowboys defensive line, and if we can continue to get a push in the middle, but not from veterans. How about from a couple of the younger guys? When we come back here on Talking Ooh. Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. 
Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and find the perfect Essilor lenses for you. See more, do more Essilor. Cowboys could use some Essilor lenses to see on the defensive side of the football a little bit better uh, and Mm. read the plays a little better. But we'll talk to them about maybe we can get some Essilor visors or something for them to have it it worked out because then I think they would have that that clear-eye view. Anyways, moving on to what we kind of teased a moment ago whenever it comes to this offensive line for Washington going up against the defensive line for the Cowboys, and, and we just talked about the edge rushers a little bit, but I want to kind of dive into the, the defensive tackle position. But first, let me give you some offensive ranks for the Washington football team this season. 30th in points per game, 31st, so next to last, in total yards per game. They're last in rushing yards <laughs> per game. They're 30th mm. in third down percentage. So bottom three in the league in those four categories. Oh, and they're tied for last. In terms of thirty-point games allowed as well, or given up or scored, I guess at, hey. at the same time. Who's, who's last? Uh, you got to flip over to the defensive side and give our yeah. rankings on. The, you want gotta, me to do yeah. that real quick? Yeah. I've got those there as well. How about points Please. per game? Points per Please. game last, of course. One of the historically bad te- defenses, actually one of the worst defenses of all time so far. Uh, total yards per game, twenty oh. seventh is the Cowboys' defense. Hey. Rushing yards, thirty first allowed. Twenty uh, seventh oh. in terms of third down percentage, and then they're last in turnovers per game and tied for last in thirty point games oh. allowed. So, who's last? Who's last against the run, man? Who's worse than the run defense we've seen? <laughs> I, I don't know. If we want to know. I don't know. Yeah. I, can, I can look it up here in a minute, but uh, but yeah, not not good. Let's just say that from either one of these two sides of the football. So. It's it's not pretty. Tomorrow we get to preview the Cowboys' offense against what is one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, but our oh, defensive fun. line leaves a lot to be desired, guys. And, Rob, we saw guys like Justin Hamilton get more playing time. Juice came in off of the practice squad and really actually uh, provided, I thought, a, a little bit of jolt, a little bit of juice himself Ooh. in terms of the way that he played on Sunday – or, yeah. excuse me, Monday. And then also – you brought in guys like Neville Gallimore who had some more playing time and things like that. Do you expect to see a full-time change here and a shift of the guard in terms of not a lot of Don Tari Poe or Antoine Woods, but maybe get a couple younger guys rotated in there more often? I think the coaching staff agrees with you about Justin Hamilton, man. I think they, they liked his energy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why he couldn't continue to get a few more snaps. Now, I don't know what that means for Don Terry Poe, but, you know, Antoine Woods was taking snaps from Poe before that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think at this point, regardless of name, regardless of experience, whoever's most productive in the middle, they've got to get in there and use. And Isaiah made a great point yesterday about just adding some competition, just adding competition through high-motor effort guys. That's what Tristan Hill brought. Mm-hmm. More than anything, 
you know, he's a young player still learning, but his motor, his effort was what got him a starting job after Gerald McCoy got hurt. That's what they need in the middle there, guys that are going to just continue to get after it and try to get upfield. Yeah, I like Hamilton. I, I like him a lot. And, and like you said, Kyle, uh, he had some plays where you just saw him just pulling, pushing guys off of him and, and making a tackle. Those are the things that we need on our defensive line. Uh, the rotation, and, and guys, we've alluded to this before about the competition, but getting more guys in rotation, uh, I think once Tristan Hill went down, that was one of the things that we talked about. Who's going to be that energy guy? And Neville Gallimore has filled that, has filled that void. We just are not getting the plays that we desire, the pressures and things like that. And, and maybe the uh, situation hasn't been ideal when you go up against a mobile, uh, a couple few uh, mobile quarterbacks, but we just hadn't had any of it at, at all, whether it be in the first quarter or through the fourth quarter. And these are the things that have to get better. And I know, Kyle, you, you pull out the rankings, but still, you know, J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson are guys that can – if you give them confidence for four quarters, man, one or two of these guys may have 100 yards at the end of the game. Yeah. We talk about McLaurin and his big playability. But Dontrell Inman, he's capable. He's a possession receiver. And I think those are the things that are plaguing us as far as allowing teams to continue to move the chains and put drives together on us. Isaiah? Yeah, yeah I don't have much to add. I mean, I really touched on it yesterday in terms of, you know, the, the competition side of things. So, I think the young fellas need to keep getting in there and keep applying pressure. Right. Um, you know, it, it's never a bad thing when you have some young guys that are that are capable um, and that are that have a motor and that are driven. Right? Um, it, it's never it's never a bad thing ever. Um, it's it's, it's going to do two things for you. It's going to make your team better, and it's going to make your your veteran guys that you have that you were originally dependent on. It's going to make them step their game up or make them step step aside. So either way, it's it's all positive. So it's it, hopefully they do get some more snaps. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys uh, more more likely between the two scenarios and the two defensive lines that are going to be showcased in this game. So the Cowboys, of course, they give up their fair share of sacks, and their offensive line is banged up right now. So is it more likely that the Cowboys' offensive line allows, let's say, four sacks to Andy Dalton from this Washington defensive line, or is it more likely that the Cowboys secure two sacks of Kyle Allen in terms of what they bring to the table from a pass rush perspective, which one would you choose there? Both. You think? Well, <laughs> I, which oh one's God. more likely, though? Which one is more likely? I, I yeah, think there's going to be a lot of sacks on both sides of this game. Well, I think. I mean, your, your mind immediately goes to, "Oh gosh, you know, four sacks on Andy Dalton. He got sacked three times last week. So mm-hmm. against this D line." But they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get the ball out quick. And Blake Bell's gonna have to be, you know, just handcuffed to one of the tackles or yeah. something. You know, they've got to do something to pre- prevent that from happening. And Andy's gotta make quicker reads and get the ball out faster. So if they can, depending on their game plan, maybe they can avoid those sacks. But I mean that's the first thing to draw. That 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 matchup, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. That's the key to the game. It really is. The key to the game. No doubt about it. And I think this is also a key to the game on the other side, even though it's a, a much uh, I guess less pretty matchup overall whenever you talk about the Cowboys uh, defensive line versus the Washington offensive line, but Washington gives up their sacks. They're last in the league in terms of giving up sacks, 24 sacks allowed. So they, they get their fair share on the defensive oh, yeah. side of the football, but they're going to allow some at the same time, Heckma. 
Now, I mean, come on. You you talked about it. You just, I won't say Walgreens. It's Albertsons RX. All right. Mm, <laughs> there you go. I like they, that. They, That's good. We need it. And, and, and our and our defense and our defense has to 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 have a feel good about themselves. Finally, uh, they have an offensive line that is they don't have a lot, bunch of dudes on it that you worry about. This is an average offensive that below average offensive. So uh, was the Giants. Lineup. No, no, and, and that's my point, right? That's my point, and that's where you have to finally take that next step as a group. If we're doing this week by week by week to actually do some of the things that the numbers say that you're capable of doing. And look, Tank Lawrence, uh, Alden Smith, hopefully his neck is better. Uh, but Randy Gregory, we talked about him also, and Kyle kind of tempered our enthusiasm about him, but not. Uh, <laughs> we just need guys that are going Rich. to get after. <laughs> he is, right? And, and, and we just need a guy that's going to be actively around and, and having Kyle Allen hear those footsteps of guys coming. We just hadn't produced that pressure. And, and we don't want a below average team to start to feel above average uh, in a contest versus. That reminds me, heck, but did, uh, we didn't get to ask this earlier in the show, but do we have the disaster that we thought we might have had on our hands at the end of yesterday's show happen? Or, or were we able to avoid that in terms of the Santa Claus thing? I am. Uh, no, it, it was a disaster. I oh, monumentally, no. uh, yeah, stuck my foot in my mouth. I'm on a bit of a husband punishment right now. So thank you, guys. <laughs> No smelly no. stickers for Heckma this yeah. week. Oh no! Oh, and my and my smelly sticker is not a good scent. Oh no! <laughs> Isaiah's Isaiah's looking guilty down in the bottom uh, bottom left hand corner. Wow! Sorry. <laughs> hey man, for the kids out there, man, Christmas is a real thing. Santa's it's it's real. awesome. Yeah, it's all real. It's Santa's great. Santa's coming. Couple yeah, months. Absolutely. Man, make your list. Check them twice. Yeah, check it twice and make sure and that we don't fairy. talk about that kind of stuff on here yes. twice, I guess. But that'll do it here for Talking Cowboys, previewing that Washington <laughs> offense versus the defense of the Dallas Cowboys. Hopefully the Cowboys have an uptick on the defensive side of the football because we really need it uh, moving forward. But we're glad you've been with us. Here over the last 45 minutes, we'll be back tomorrow. Say it with your chest Friday, and we've got an offense v defense preview. So, hey, uh, come join us 915 on DallasCowboys.com and the rest of the streaming platforms. But for now, for Heckma Harrison, for Rob Phillips, for Isaiah Stanback, and my guy Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeomans saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!